Welcome to Jeff Rose Barbecue Banter. Ooh. How's it going, everybody? It's uh, Monday, early Monday morning. Just uh, happened to get inspired by a little bit of a barbecue fix. And I thought, you know, we're just talking and I'm talking about rub and chicken and ribs and brisket and pork. All that good stuff. And uh, today, I think we're going to talk about... I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Let's talk about charcoal, shall we? I mean, let's talk about fire. Fire's good, you know? I mean, it's not always good, but I mean, when it comes to barbecuing, you need fire. We all know that. So, let's go. Let's get right to it. Um, There's lump charcoal. And there's briquettes. And there's wood. (laughs) Ah, fuck. Okay. (laughs) So... <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh man. So <laughs> So if you're in the barbecue world, um you're gonna wanna you <laughs> you're gonna want um some sort of a f- ignition system um and combustible uh, component to uh cook your food so all right how do I do this <laughs> all right honestly I, I'm just I'm I'm just laughing at myself because I'm a fucking idiot but um no it's it's actually it's actually um interesting because like okay so you go out you get get your uh, you know you've seen the bag of Kingsford you know Kingsford charcoal um, the blue bag, right? And it's got the guy there. It's got the barbecue on there. And uh, so those are briquettes, right? And uh, to be honest, those are the most versatile cooking utensil you could ever have. Is Kingsford Blue, all right? Now, they make all kinds of different ones. Um, if you go to the... If you can get to the States, well, we can't. Like, we're, we're from Canada, so we can't get to the states right now because it's absolutely fucking ridiculous but anyhow if you go to the states the the amount of kingsford charcoal options are like through the roof like you can get flavored briquettes like hickory and blah 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 and this mesquite and like a million different kinds of briquettes which is really cool but when it comes down to the you know brass tacks Kingsford Blue, the blue bag, blue and white bag, that is the most efficient charcoal you can buy. It's a, a it's a more of a slow burner. You can still use it to do high temp stuff, but um, it is definitely more utilized for slow cooking. And, uh, and I mean like indirect cooking, you know, um, like we've talked about heat on one side no heat on the other and so you would stack up your Kingsford Blue on the one side and just you know cook your 
you know, cooked your fucking bratwurst on the other, right? So, <clears throat> the stuff is amazing. So, go buy bags and bags of it because it really gives off a great flavor as well. You don't have to have, you really don't have to add any wood at all to it. Um, it just, it just gives off a great charcoal flavor and, and it's wonderful. I've used it for 25 years and it's fantastic. So, and then you got lump charcoal. Now everybody's like, oh, hardwood. Okay, well, yeah, yeah I got to have that and blah, blah, blah. Okay, it's, yes, you do. But that is for high temperature cooking. So that's for searing of your chops and your steaks and all your stuff, right? And it also gives off a wonderful flavor because it's actual hardwood. It's just charcoal, um, you know, wood that's been burned down into into charcoal and and but it's it's it chunks and lumps and it gives you super high heat. Um, so I mean, you want to get um, your your grill up to like 700 degrees and like literally five minutes, ten minutes. Lump charcoal is the way to go. So if you're, you know, going to sear steaks or any of that, um, it's amazing. Uh, it also is amazing to do seafood with like lobster and stuff. You know, you get your, you get that hardwood burning and then all of a sudden then you get that nice white kind of, you know, that nice uh, charcoal whiteness, you know what I mean? With that little glow underneath. And now you put your lobster tails on top of that with butter, right? Man, oh man, now I'm starving. God damn it. Jesus. So, so that's your other, that's your other, you know, charcoal option, your other heat source, right? And, uh, you know, and you can utilize both. Um, I mean, there's situations where you can utilize both, but, uh, I usually tend to stick to one or the other depending on what I'm doing. And, um, and I, and, you know, and I think that's a good rule of thumb. Um, if you're going low and slow or, you know, not so high temp, you go with the briquettes. If you're going to go high heat, then you're going to go with the lump charcoal, right? So, you know, basic stuff here, people. Um, but a lot of people don't, they don't know. They really don't know about, you know, the lump being super hot or, you know, briquettes being more of a, you know, medium to low heat option, right? So that's why I'm here, people. That's why we're here at Chef Rose Barbecue Banter. Oh. Fuck, almost a little R. Kelly on the end there. What the fuck? Anyways, it's good. So, yeah, and then, of course, you got wood. <laughs> well, I got wood. I mean, there's wood. And, you know, wood takes a long time. You got to... You know, you're going to burn your wood and then you're going to burn it down into charcoal. And that's a whole, like a, it's almost a damn, it's a whole day's process. But in the meantime, you've gone fishing, you've set up a tent, you've uh, maybe ate some cheese and crackers. Um, maybe you've caught a couple of fish and you're filleting them and you're, you know, you're, you're fucking around. And, you know, you've got two big, fat, two-inch porterhouse sticks ready to hit the fire. So, and you know, it's about seven o'clock at night and the coals have burned down. The fire's been going all day. So now, now you're good to go, right? But that's what that's all about, right? Um, you need all day to get that wood fire to the perfect combustible temperature 
to cook your two inch thick porterhouse, right? So um, that's that's where wood's at, and it takes time, and beers, and fishing, and cheese and crackers. So you know, but but you know, if you guys have been camp, if anybody has been camping before, you know how good that fire is, and you know how good the <clears throat> the food and your hot dogs taste over top of that fire, right? You can't deny me a red hot over um, some coals from a wood burnt fire all day long isn't the best hot dog you've ever had in your life. I mean, you know, whatever, I'll fight you right now. Um, it, it's the best thing ever, you know? And so if that hot dog's good, think about how good that porterhouse is going to taste. It's going to be not too shabby. So there's your, there's your um, cooking over fire 101 breakdown um, another short one today but I mean we're talking about fire and it's pretty easy and you know things cook over fire but if you can have some flavor these three ways are the best ways and there's no alternative these are the best three ways to cook meat or seafood or whatever so take your gas and propane and you know, put it in the garage for now. We're, we're talking man stuff here. We're talking about fire. We're talking about cavemen. We're talking about loincloth. We're talking about spears and axes and meat and dead carcass. And that's what we're doing. So anyways, guys, um, thanks for coming in. Listen to another episode of Jeff Rose Barbecue Banter. <laughs> and uh, always a pleasure um, always just uh, providing some insight and tips and tricks to modify and enhance your outdoor grilling experience and bringing it to the level it should be alright it should be at this level and if it's not if you're still cooking on a Brinkman fucking propane barbecue then you need to kick yourself in your own ass and go get yourself something that requires these three methods of cooking. Briquettes, lump charcoal, or wood. All right? And, uh, and yes, I know, I know, I know you motherfuckers out there with your, you know, little propane barbecues with a burner that's all shot out and there's like 14,000 spiders in there with cobwebs everywhere and you got one little flame that comes out and you can't fucking sear anything you couldn't sear a, an egg never mind a steak there's 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 clogged burners and rusted through shit because you've bought a shitty brickman fucking barbecue that shouldn't shouldn't even be allowed on bubbles uh, front porch of a shed it, it, it should not be allowed like, Ricky should not be allowed to cook hot dogs on it. It's disgraceful. You hear me? Disgraceful. Oh, but you know, it, it was only $150. It was at Canadian Tire. We went down there and, oh yeah, Brinkman's are on sale. Oh yeah, let's go get a Brinkman. No. No. No and no. It's absolutely disgusting. It's a waste of your money. Go buy something good. Treat yourself. It's your goddamn food you're cooking. 
I'm cooking on a piece of junk brickman from China? No. Oh, man. Can I please get my point across? People, it's your time. You're outside. You're grilling. It's your day off. It's your wife's day off. You're chilling. You're relaxing. You're going to fight with a spider-infested brinkman with cobwebs with burn, what, half a burner that works? The other one's blown out for two years? Big old rust hole in the middle of it? No. 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 The scrap guy won't even take that brinkman. You put a brinkman at the end of your driveway, the, the guy that drives around and gets your steel from the end of your driveway, he won't even, he won't even stop. He'll drive right by and laugh at you. Look at this idiot. He's got a brinkman. Never mind. Get yourself a nice barbecue, people. Honestly, it's worth it. It's worth it. Listen to what I say. Listen to the language I'm speaking. <sighs> Spend $400 and buy a goddamn charcoal barbecue, for Christ's sake. Or not. Don't even do that. Buy a, buy a, a, a stainless steel grate or a cast iron grate and build a fire pit in your backyard and throw that on top of it. Go get yourself a truckload of maple wood. Better yet, quarter wood costs 90 bucks. Better than any fucking brickman you roll out of the fucking Canadian Tire store. Oh, man. It's common sense, people. It's fire and meat. Thanks, everybody, for coming in and tuning in. I'm starting to get a little hot there. I'm getting a little hot. I'm not going to lie. But um, but it's well worth it because you people are listening. You people are liking um, these these little podcasts. And it's awesome. I'm, I'm really glad you guys are checking them out. It's a lot of fun for me to, you know, to play around with you guys. But I'm just giving you, throwing out common sense options. And I don't want to come across as a pompous douche fucking asshole. But um, I'm just giving you the truth, uh, the way... Um, you know, the way the cavemen did it about, what, 25 million years ago? I don't even know how many years. Is it 25 million? Is it 5 million? Is it 10 million? I don't even know. But, you know, the cave guy, the guys that come out of the, you know, the caves, and they they invented fire? Well, that's where they roasted their brontosaurus steaks across fire. So that's wood. Anyways, you guys get the picture. I'm just fucking with you. Um, thanks for listening again, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to Jeff Rose Barbecue Banter here on Anchor and Spotify and all over the place. Um, thanks, guys. Appreciate it a lot, and uh, you know, keep your uh, keep your tongs in your air and your you know whatever, whatever you got. I don't know, your dick in your pants and I don't know. What, I'm trying to come up with saying, I can't think of it. But you guys, if you guys as good as good saying, well, you know, shoot it over to me. Bleep, bloop it down there and wherever, uh, in the Instagram or the, you know, the, the Face Me book, whatever. And, uh, yeah, if you got some kind of a, a fun little uh, ending, let me know. Take care, guys. Thank you. Cook with wood. Goodbye. <laughs>